Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways, shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. Ryan Seacrest, Sissini, and Tanya. Hopefully you guys all had a good weekend. I know I'm not going to ask how Disneyland was because your kids didn't know you went with your other relatives. Well, I don't think they're listening right now, but we had a really good time. And do you feel, so Sissy's dilemma was, what do I tell my kids? I'm going to Disneyland with the cousins and everybody. It's an older person's trip, but I don't want my kids to feel left out. And we're like, well, don't tell your kids. She's like, but I can't lie. We're like, well, don't tell them everything. I know. So So I'm not telling them that I went, but I still ended up getting them a few things like Disney stuff. So how do you couch that? I'm just going to, they don't know that I got it at Disneyland. I'm just going to give it to them. I haven't seen them yet. You. I got home so late last night, they're already asleep. Then they're going to ask you to go. And that's fine. I'll take them. We, I just took, I don't feel that guilty because I just took them like a few weeks ago. So we did like a whole family Disney trip. But a did few you weeks do ago. that preventatively knowing you were going to do this? I sure did. Right. Yes. So it was strategic. It so was you strategic. really were making yourself feel better, not taking them to feel good. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was prepared. So really, she was taking care of her own psyche. I was. To make sure there was no guilt yeah. in the process. We'll Tom, get... How was your weekend? You're yeah. over there nice and quiet. Oh. Mm, this is the usual. <laughs> Just relaxing and working relaxing. out. Relaxing. Yeah, chilling. Relaxing and working out. What's a weekend workout? Chilling. What's a weekend workout? Uh, do some cardio, some kettlebells. <laughs> Pretty simple stuff. I'm very much into the kettlebells because I'm trying to tone up the rear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The glutes. Yeah, the glutes, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like the tighter the glutes, you want those glutes that you see in the movies when those guys take off their towels. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. I mean, I think I can guess who they are. Tatum Shanning or Channing Tatum, Channing right? Channing Tatum. What is it with you and his name? <laughs> I don't know. He probably, right? Doesn't he have a towel scene? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Magic I mean, Mike. Knew, first of all, you knew that far too quickly. <laughs> Daniel Craig, I feel like he has a towel scene. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Deadlifts. You got to do deadlifts. Is that what it is? Yeah. Deadlifts with one kettle or do you hold one in each hand? Well, I do one in each hand, like the, the suit. Uh, or you could do a bar. Case. Do you bend your knees? Only a, a little, little bit. bit. Just a little and bit. you go down to what, shin? Uh, Yeah, mid-shin and then 
All the way up, snap back it up. back. Ugh. I've been doing Push 60 pounds forward. deadlifts. That's insane. I know. And my hamstrings and my rear are on fire. So my what thighs. do you have? A 45-pound bar and then weights on the bar? Uh, No, we just have like a, I don't really know, but it's, I think 30 pounds on each and it's just like a long bar. So that's more than, the, so is the bar five pounds? It's a great question. Mm. Well, how many pounds do you say you're doing? 60. Well, if you have 30 plus 30 in a bar, it's more than 60. You're actually doing more than 60. Probably 65, yeah. I have strong glutes. My glutes are my best. Who has strong glutes? Very curious. Uh, clearly, you and Tubbs have strong glutes. I'm working on mine. Yeah, mine are always sore. Like, I can never have them not be sore. Like, it hurts, like, when I sit on the toilet or when I go to stairs. After you work like, out. After I work out. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you got to work past, past the soreness. I, Actually, I like the soreness. I look forward to when I lay in bed and I hurt. And yeah, I mean, I feel good. Like, I feel like I've accomplished something, but I'm like, dang. Yeah, when I roll over it. on side, like, side to side in the middle of the night and I wince, mm -hmm. I love it. Makes me feel like I accomplished something. For me, it's like the step up and then the backward lunges that just get me. Oh, the step up. I get so it's angry. The step up uh, and then the backward lunge. That's just. That's hard. Yes. And Actually, with weights. I, I, sometimes I do the thing that I see some of uh, the women doing in the gym where I get down on my hands and knees and I yeah, kick my like, leg up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I just oh. kick my leg up. Kicks. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the fire hydrant and on the side. You would think that's. Yeah, and the fire hydrant on the side. Exactly. You would think, and it doesn't look so cool, I got to tell you. No. But you would think that that's easy. It's or, hard. Or side lunges like that. Ugh. Put a 25 pound weight in your leg and do those. Oh do you know, God. when I was in Vegas, I went to TB12. Tom oh, Brady Tom Brady. 12. He has a gym there, TB12. Oh. It's, it's all his method. He's so trendy. Like, no, I would <laughs> never think to go to Tom Brady's gym in Vegas. No, I would like that. I, it was like brand new. So it was the third day it was open. <laughs> and I signed up to go, and I met with the trainer there, and we did TB12. And it's all bands. It's yeah. all resistance and band that stuff, training. Resistance training is like hard. next level hard. I'm wrapping around my shoulders, doing push-ups, doing squats, push-ups. It's really hard. But band training is tough, and it's really, I think it's better for you because of the impact or lack of impact. Oh. Anyway, yeah, Tom Brady TB12. Yeah. It just happened to coincidentally open up the week we were there. Wait, is oh. it in a casino? It's in a hotel. Yeah, it's in a hotel. Mm. I think it's actually in the win. That's oh. in the win, win encore. Where you were at XS. You were at XS, I was at TV. Yeah, we were probably there at the same time. And I was at Delilah. <laughs> and I was at Delilah that same night. My workout was 7 a.m. What time did you leave? I left at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I was just getting up to make my coffee. <laughs> that would have um, been hilarious right. if I saw you in the lobby. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you ever go to a restaurant and see the kids' menu and think, I might want to order off of that? What I do now is sometimes I don't even order and then I just get the kids their stuff, and then I pick from theirs. Because I'll get well, full from like whatever appetizer we get, and then I usually have a cocktail, and then I just pick off. I, they don't ever finish their meal. Well, like, like, I don't really order chicken fingers and fries. Mm -hmm. I, it's not my order. Right. But my niece mm -hmm. loves chicken finger and fries. Leftovers. So I eat off her plate. Yeah. Right. So there is something to like eating kids' foods as adults that's fun. And the reason I bring this up Apparently, Ronald is releasing adult Happy Meals at McDonald's. I saw this last week. Oh my did you gosh. see this? I did. So they're starting to release the adult McDonald's Happy Meals. They partner with the Cactus Plant Flea Market, which is a streetwear brand that Kanye and Pharrell have popularized. Uh, and it includes toys from them. You can get a Big Mac or a 10-piece chicken nugget with fries and a drink in a fun box <laughs> with one of four characters. 
and it's all adult Happy Meal. <laughs> the fact that you get the toy with the meal, it's just but like... you get like a cool toy. I mean, you, not like a plastic... It's their characters. Toy. It's like the characters that belong to McDonald's, like the Grimace and like the, the Hamburglar. Cool, cool the doll versions of them. Mm -hmm. they? Yeah, they're like, really Like, what cute. are you going to do with that? You don't do anything with it. It's just like novelty. I don't know. I think it's you kind of You end up giving clever. it to your kid, essentially. It's kind of clever. Remember they did that uh, Travis Scott meal and the BTS meal, the J Balvin meal. They yeah. did like a lot of uh, collaborations lot. Mm -hmm. with pop culture. Yeah. I just got us talking about it. But I remember getting the Happy Meal with my sister. She would get it. I'd eat the onions, the chopped onions off the burger because she didn't like the onions. Remember the chopped what? onions? They're, I don't, they're so good. When I get Happy Meals for the kids, I get them plain because they will never eat the onions. Oh, I, I used to eat the chopped onions. <laughs> Now, this is uh, Stop the Music, and everybody lean in. There's this study that came out of centenarians. So people who live to be 100 or more. And a statistically significant number of them were born in this month. Do you want to guess the month? Mm, I want to say May. I just told you the month. Oh. You said guess the month. I said born in this month. Oh, oh October. October. Yes. Trick Born question. Born in this month. Trick October. question. So walk me through the science here. If I want to have a baby in October, what do I need to do? You need to have, you need to do intercourse um, December. in December. Yeah. But, well, no, actually probably January. Because this is the 10th month. Probably January because I conceived Sevea on Thanksgiving, remember? And I had her um, August 17th and I had her a week early. So if you did December, she would have been September. So if it did January, Two October. Months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just something to think about. But it is pretty interesting, right? That uh, more of the 100 plus set were born in October. Yeah, interesting. But why? Do we know why? Maybe colder. Because they had intercourse in between January 2nd and February 7th. Why? Maybe because it's the new year, new year. Is it something with like the temperature of the world? Maybe it's cold. There's nothing else to do. But it's not cold be. on the opposite side of the world. Or Whoa. inside your body. But not if you live on the other side of the equator. No, but it's inside. Like your your eggs and your sperm are inside you. But so they're you not mean? like feeling the cold air. Guys, who cares? I'm just telling you the facts. Uh. The facts are this, right? If you want to have a baby live to 100, odds are have a birth in October, okay? Well, not even, we don't even be around for it, so. <laughs> uh, you'll never know. Uh, <laughs> it's wishful thinking. Maybe they will choose you, and maybe they will not. But none of it matters if you choose you. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, this is going to change everything. A new law signed on Friday will allow Californians to legally jaywalk without being ticketed. Pedestrians can now cross the street outside of any intersection without breaking the law as long as it's safe to do so. The law will go into effect pretty soon, January 1st of 2023. Kim Kardashian has agreed to pay $1.26 million to settle Securities and Exchange Commission charges that she promoted a cryptocurrency on Instagram without disclosing that she had been paid $250,000 to do so. Apparently, she has agreed to cooperate with the ongoing investigation. I mean, it's not like she doesn't have the money to do so, but still, major yikes. And uh, Los Angeles officials are giving Bad Bunny his flowers. L.A. City Council officially declared October 1st Bad Bunny 
Day, making it the second newest city following Boston to honor him with his very own day. The resolution was introduced on Friday, just hours before Bad Bunny kicked off his two-night performance at L.A.'s SoFi Stadium. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, SNL is back on Saturdays, live on NBC and Peacock. Chloe Feynman is on with us here. Before I bring her on, have you seen the Nicole Kidman go back to the movies commercial? Every movie. Yes. Okay. Here is Nicole Kidman talking about the significance of going to the movies. We come to this place for magic. We come to AMC theaters to laugh, to cry, to care, because we need that. Here's Chloe as Nicole Kidman talking about the theaters. We come to this place for magic. (laughs) We come to AMC theaters to laugh, (laughs) to cry, to care, because we need that. It's so good. good. Uh, Chloe Feynman joins us. Chloe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we're just in hysterics over the Nicole Kidman AMC skit you did. Takea. Yeah, it, it was a blast. <laughs> so, Can't stop talking in an Aussie accent. Well, mastering the voice. Let me play another clip. Okay, hear it. This is Nicole. Now, listen carefully. This is Nicole Kidman. That indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. And we go somewhere. We've never been before. And this is Chloe. Listen. That indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. Oh, I can't describe it. And we go places we've never been before. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. (laughs) Oh, thank you for the laughs. Oh, thanks for laughing. So to master the nuance, the cadence, the accent, what do you do to get it right? Because that's spot on. Thank you. Um, gosh, I, I mean, I luckily went to AMC a bunch this summer pretty much just to watch that opening uh, <laughs> Nicole Kidman thing. I'm obsessed with it. Um, but I think, like, it was funny because we did, we literally, like, recorded this yesterday in the booth, which is so surreal that that's how fast stuff works at SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the booth, I realized I had to just, like, kind of, like basically like kiss the microphone and whisper softly into right. it to get her voice. Right. It's very, it's very sultry what she, yeah, kind of sultry and like <laughs> bringing you into the movies with her voice. <laughs> By the way, we should book you as these people and I'll just ask you questions about their movies and you <laughs> can, can answer. You imagine? I, I would be I mean, honored. We could honored. have uh, Drew Barrymore as well, right? You do a nice Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I Yes, and I love you, Ryan Seacrest. I, <laughs> I just think you're the best interviewer and i i couldn't do you walked you ran i could walk i i forget the phrase but (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right snl is back and uh yeah new each week there's some new faces around huh yeah four new four new kids what's it like for them when when it's new you know is it is it Um, stressful yeah i i think you kind of have this like uh chicken with your head cut off there's the thing about SNL and even coming back this year is like, there's no way to prepare. There's no book you can read. You're just kind of thrown into this machine or this like high speed treadmill. So 
Yeah. And, and also like, you know, there's no guidebook or like, we don't really have a, um, like an orientation. You'd literally just show up and the show starts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for them, it's a little like, whoa, but they're awesome and lovely. Uh, and some of them make me feel old for the first time, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very difficult show. I've seen it. Uh, I've come to watch from upstairs, watching down, and stood next to where Lauren sits in his chair watching the show, and it's extremely like a high-pressure show because obviously you guys prepare all week, and then you throw things yeah. out that aren't going to make it. And then when it's go time, it's just go time. And it moves so fast, doesn't it? So fast. Yes. Yeah. Even like I always love doing the pre-tapes, which the Nicole Kidman thing was. But like yeah. even that at dress, we had her turn into like a, a witch. And we had this whole costume. And I was up in a harness till midnight shooting it. And we did all these effects. And then Lauren was like, too much. And so between dress <laughs> and air for like 30 minutes we had to like re-edit the whole ending of that video which is like high speed stress because then it has to be locked and then yeah so it's like all facets of that job are like "Ah!" you know Uh which is fun it's it's really fun when you're done i know when i host a live show on television when i'm done i'm physically exhausted like physically exhausted uh-huh. from the, the the pace of it do you guys feel that way when you're done like a little bit of relief and exhaustion I think it's relief and exhaustion, but then SNL is amazing because you got to go to that after party. Oh, my God. It's so um, late. <laughs> it's I know, so it's late. It's fun, though. Yes, but then, then you get the compliments, and then you feel better. <laughs> and <then you> <laughs> it's four it. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you um, go for compliments or no compliments, but you go, you go for the pep talk. And then and it it's keeps you coming truly out. every time I, I look down at my phone, and it's four in the morning, and then, and then you go home. And do it all over again. And do it all over again. Yeah. Well, you're so talented. We love watching yeah. you on the show. Thank you for calling us. SNL Saturdays, live, 8.30, uh, 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 Pacific on NBC and on Peacock. So you can get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Chloe yeah. Feynman, thank you very much. Have a good show this week. Thank you so much. Bye, you guys. Bye. That indescribable feeling we get. When the lights begin to dim. Oh, I can't describe it. And we go places we've never been before. Not just entertained, (laughs) but somehow reborn. Like she does also, so that was Chloe doing Nicole Kidman. She does Drew Barrymore, Mm -hmm. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Timothy, Meryl Streep. Wow. Jennifer Lawrence. Natalie Portman. Kira Knightley. Britney Spears, mm-hmm. Tanya Rad. I mean, she does uh. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. Have you ever heard the two words wife guys? A wife guy. I've never used the words wife guy. What is a wife guy? So their wife guys have been kind of in the news a lot last week, especially coming off of the Try Guys drama. Did you see any of this in your feed last week? So this yeah. is the trending report with Tanya. What was the Try? So the Try Guys. I never knew. If you would have asked me a week ago who the Try Guys were, I would have no idea. Um, but there was this story that came out of one of the Try Guys, Ned Fulmer. Um, he had an affair on his wife. And so what is the try? Oh, I know the five guys. I know so five guys. The, what are try, try guys? guys. They're, try what does it guys. Mean? they're a four-man oh, yeah, group. No. They try stuff. 
and they, they post videos on YouTube and they have like billions of views. Like these, they're huge. So they try, they would try food. They just, no, not food, but they like try different things. Like uh, random me, stuff and they would make YouTube videos I and mean, they make okay. millions of dollars. Mi- like millions of dollars. And it's built up of four men. And this one guy, Ned, he was married to Ariel Fulmer and the news broke that he had this affair and the rumor was that he cheated with one of their producers, but that's not confirmed. Mm -hmm. Um, So now there's all these big red flags. People are waving about these wife guys because they aren't just men that are married, but they're men who are like married and they like make a big deal about their significant other. Like they're what, like Adam Levine is, is considered a wife guy because he put Bahati in one of his music videos. John Legend is considered a wife guy because he writes all his songs and his music about his wife. Ryan Reynolds is a wife guy because, you know, they post all these photos like making fun of each other and their wives are kind of essentially a part of their brand. And so now there's all these articles saying like, beware if you have a wife guy. It's out of guilt. They're the ones who like it's stray. out of guilt. Well, it's also it could be out of guilt. Like they know they've done something wrong or bad, so they overplay their hand of being the wife guy and proposing about but the that's wife. So, that's so bad for like guys that actually are not doing anything wrong. And I well, that's know. why this trend report so biased. It's, <laughs> I know it's tough because like you think I would want a wife guy. Like, it's like I, love, I feel like my husband supports yeah. me and loves me, and I have nothing to be. But like, you know, you do about. know people who talk so much about their like significant other that it's a bit weird like you know because for me i i've seen it where it's out of guilt right like they know they've done something wrong and so out of guilt it's so over the top about their significant other yeah a wife guy you want a wife guy but who's being a wife guy for the right reason and there in lies the rub (gasps) 102.7 kiss fm so let me get to it it's time for ryan's roses their neighbor let me grab her, actually, make sure I understand this fully. Because there's a lot of detail in this email for Ryan's Roses right now. Um, Diana, how are you in Northridge? Thanks for reaching out to us. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Let me read the email. So it says, Dear Ryan, it says, Our neighbor hurt her back and paid our son to help by walking the dog. My son's schedule got busier. My husband, who works from home, offered to help as a good neighbor. Okay, so far so good. The thing is, I saw the neighbor recently, and she seems to be doing a lot better, but my husband is still going over to take care of the dogs. I even checked the ring cam one day. We can see her front porch from ours, and he went over in the middle of the day and stayed for quite a while after he walked the dog. Okay, so Diana, could he not just have formed a friendship with your neighbor and is continuing to check on her? I don't know. It just seems like... I understand, like, you know, that, that's, like, obviously my first thing was, like, oh, he's just being a good neighbor, but it's just the time he spends over there has just gotten longer and longer, and, you know, if he's doing better, then, like, why is he spending all this time over there and not, like, you know, with me and our son, you know? Like, that's just um, where I'm kind of coming from. Like, I hate having this feeling, but... It's a feeling that's eating you. I get it. You need a little peace of mind here. The feeling's bothering you. Now... Diana, if you fully trusted your husband, you wouldn't have this thought. So what's wrong? You know, he's been a little bit off lately. Like, in just, um, you know, he took over walking the dog because he's been home more. Like, uh, he's kind of in between jobs. So I don't know if there's, like, something more, but he's just not talking to me. 
Um, you know, and we're usually like a very open and honest couple. Uh, so that's why, like, you know, just the change in him right now, which has kind of like sparked my suspicion. Like, honestly, if this was like a year ago, I don't think I would ever feel this way. Um, you know, but right now it's just, it definitely feels like there's something more that he's not sharing. And I just, I want to get to the bottom of it. And sometimes you just have to bring in an outside source. I got it. You know, figure that out. We're in the middle of Ryan's Roses. If you just got here, you haven't missed the call yet. Let's get to Diana. So her husband was helping out the neighbor. The neighbor was getting through an injury. And the neighbor got better. And the husband keeps going over there. And keeps going over there. And keeps going over there. And staying for a long time. So Diana clearly worried about why her husband's staying over there so much. I mean, what happened while he was helping her out? Did they form a bond or is something else going on? So that's where we are. Let's see what we can find out. Oh, I know. Diana, what is the neighbor's name? Um, it's Jessica. Jessica. Okay. Um, we are going to call your husband now. Let's see what we can find out. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call. And then your husband's name on KISS FM. Go ahead. Okay. Ryan, um, I give you my permission to call my husband um, on KISS FM. <laughs> Okay, we're going to do it now. Be very quiet. Here we go. And good luck, Diana. Hello? Hi, is this Zach? Yeah, this is Zach. Hi, Zach. My name is Anna. I'm calling from the Enchanted Florist. How are you doing this morning? Oh, pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. We're new to Northridge, actually right off Nordoff, close to uh, Tampa near the mall. And we're offering local residents a promotion today. What it is, is a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They are free. We don't need any info from you, any billing addresses, cash, or anything like that. They are free. We just need the name of the person you want to send them to and a note. And we can get them out by lunchtime today. Um. No, I appreciate it, but that's okay. Are you sure they're they're absolutely free? I don't need any info from you whatsoever. Um, we just can. Yeah, I actually just had my debit card number stolen recently, so I'm I don't need really your debit. No, I don't need your debit card. Uh, we're just trying to promote our business, and hopefully, you come back as a returning um, customer. There's nobody in your life that you would want to put a smile I, I, I on your face. I understand. Everything's just such a scam lately that I don't want to. I'm just being overcautious, maybe. But Zach, yeah, Zach, just, Zach, Zach, Zach. Let me just step in for a second. Zach, my name is Ryan. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. That is Sissini. Uh, I have your wife, Diana, on the line. Do you have a moment to speak with us, Zach? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I suppose so. So Diana is here, and just to cut to it, Zach, she's asked us to call you because she's concerned about infidelity in your marriage. Excuse me. She thinks that there may be something more going on than just being a good friend to your neighbor, Jessica. Uh, she's got some evidence that you've been spending a lot of time at Jessica's home and is curious to know why, I think, is the question, Zach. What's your response? Well, she knows, basically. I've been helping take care of her dogs while she's been hurt. And, and is she better now? I, I mean, she's getting there. And do yeah, the dogs just, require as much attention now that she's getting there? Yeah, why do you have to go inside and spend so much time inside the house? Okay, well, I'm a little shocked that, I don't know, you guys are coming at me like this for just trying to be a good neighbor, but no. Honestly, okay. Here, first of all, I'm not cheating, and there's nothing 
going on whatsoever, but I, I will explain. So basically, I don't know if she told you this, but our son was helping take care of the dogs, but now he's super busy in school and basically I'm just home alone all day. So my best friends have been those dogs and our neighbor. So yeah, I guess like I've been going over there more than just taking care of the dogs, but there's nothing romantic going on or anything like that. Diana, do you believe him? I mean, I know like, like he's never lied to me before. So my first instinct is to believe him. Um, he sounds genuine. Um, I just don't understand. Like, again, I get that he's home and he's lonely and he's bored. I just wish he would, you know, talk so, to me about it. Is that it. what it is, Zach? Is this about just being lonely for conversation? Yeah. Like, basically, I go over there and we just talk about basic stuff, politics, and like, <laughs> first of all, I don't, I'm not cheating. I don't even think I could be in the mood to do anything while talking politics. But that's all it is, is like, it's just a friend. Like, yeah, just okay. I'm home alone and there's someone to talk to, I guess. Well, like, look, I, it, it seems to me that Diana feels like there's an intimacy to that. And so maybe you guys should revisit this conversation and find out what's missing in your relationship. There, There is a little void here. There's a little void yeah. in your connection. And Zach, look, I believe you. You're not cheating on your wife. Great. But you guys should talk about why Diana went to this place in her own head. There is a reason for that. You guys should get to the bottom of it. Diana, good luck, Zach. Thank you for coming on. Charlie Puth is going to be on with us in just a few minutes. This is a great song. Charlie Puth, left and right, Junk Cook. And he's also got this song. Of course, you've heard Light Switch. He says it's cliche to say it, but it's his most personal album yet. Why was he naked on a swing? I, I gotta, saw that too. <laughs> I, I don't know where I saw it first. I think it circulated through something in my right, feed. Right, yeah, right, of course. Right, it was right. on the grid. I mean, we are getting Charles Otto Puth. But do you go out to the playground and say, okay, here's the shot? Or does the photographer go, you know what we should do? You should stand on the wooden swing and take off all of your clothes and show me your backside. Like, it's, I don't understand the progression. You know? Maybe it was a private um, residence. Tanya, have you talked to him about this? About the photo shoot? No. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. Flaunt it. Charlie Otto Puth has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. This is the new Charlie. We are getting the real Charlie, and I am here for it. You didn't love when you it's called That's Hilarious. New Charlie music. You can't be serious. That's I don't know that I've ever heard the word hilarious used in a lyric. Can you search yeah. that? That's a unique word. It actually works because there's so many things that rhyme with it, but that's a unique word to use in a lyric. And the ha-ha's in the background, the ha-ha-ha-ha. You sound like Christmas caroling there. Yeah. <laughs> Smells Like Me is the title of this one from Charlie Puth, new music. Very excited to talk to him. Minutes away. Now, let's go back to Ryan's Roses. So uh, you had Zach and Diana. 
Basically, Zach was going to the neighbor's house when Diana wasn't home. He was just having conversation because he's lonely. It worries me a little bit. Now, he was taking care of the neighbor's dog, so there was a reason for him to start going. But he kept going because they formed a friendship. So, I mean, you know, you could look at this two ways. One, it's a friendship. If Diana's comfortable and secure in a relationship, she shouldn't worry. On the other side of it, it's a little intimate that he's going over there and having conversations with Jessica's neighbor that he's not having with his wife. I don't like it. If this was happening to me, I wouldn't like it. Because you're building a bond with another woman. I could see how you could look at it both ways, but I, too, would probably side with you, Sissy. Yeah. Now, Laura, you're in Fontana. What do you think about it? You know, can I just say, this is not great. Because they may not be sleeping together, but they're developing an emotional connection. Like, what are they talking about? Marital problems? Are they talking about his wife? Like, why doesn't he just talk to his wife about politics? I agree with you. There are there are levels of intimacy to conversations like that to sensitive conversations. Mm-hmm. And you feel I think I would feel, oh wait a minute, you're lonely? That's my fault. So you're going to not be lonely with someone else? I don't like that. Like no, if I boil yeah. it down to that, to those terms, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. But it still could be innocent. But it's like the root of this is you're not getting what you want from me. So you're going there. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. And but what's I don't it going to take? Cheating. What's it going to take for one afternoon cracking open a bottle of rosé and then all of a sudden liquid courage and one thing leads to another and I mean that's weak if that happens but yeah I guess But it's after feasible. the bond that they have built from weeks and weeks and weeks of talking Oh yeah, he said he's just being a good neighbor. It's like leave that to state Wait, farm. Wait, state farming? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. I heard that when he said that the first time I was like, "Oh, that's state farming. That's a verb." Yeah. Um but that's amazing how strong their slug line is. That this guy in Ryan Rose says, I'm just trying to be a good neighbor. And we're like, State Farm Both is there. Both of our minds. Yeah. I did not yeah, hear I'm, that. I'm seeing the commercial I'm right now. Mercury too, girl. Me too. <laughs> State Farm guy. Me too. State Farm gal. Is it State Farm gal now? Guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm a gal. State Farm gal. No, I, the commercial is a guy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm thinking the guy that's with Drake or with, uh, doesn't he do it with the, who's he do it with Mark? Aaron Rodgers, Jake from State Farm. Jake and Drake and Aaron Rodgers. State Farm is there. Like a good neighbor. <laughs> like Stands a good out in my neighbor. mind. Me too. Me too. I like that guy, Jake. He's a nice guy. I don't even know him, but he seems like a nice guy. Like, he just has that thing where you feel like that guy does make me feel safe. Mm. Good yeah. on you, State Farm casting department. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, guys, look who's here. <laughs> 102.7. It's Kiss FM. Charlie. Smelling fresh. Wow. I just just applied some eucalyptus. Okay. Spray. (laughs) Spray. (laughs) Everywhere. I just bathe in it. Do you, you, are herbs your aroma? Is that what you're, do you you like to do herbal aroma? I I do. You know, I learned something the other day that when you put the oil on your feet, it goes to your bloodstream and uh, uh, like peppermint oil on your feet will uh, open up your it's nasal absorbed. cavity. It's absorbed. Well, you know that when you get uh, reflexology where they press your feet like a massage, mm-hmm. that opens up other parts of your body all over. Well, that sounds very exciting. <laughs> it is. Well, I knew that when I was pregnant. I couldn't do, get like massages. I couldn't touch my feet because I can go into labor oh, at certain that, points. It's like a prenatal mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you think you're fine. You think you're fine? Well, I, I had no idea that your body could be that open. Yeah. Charlie, this is a new you. This is the most personal side of a conversation I've heard from you. Listen to this hit. Listen to this hit. Left and right, guys. 
I was very nervous about that not working on radio. Oh, Why? it works. It's so catchy. Well, I love what, one of I, I I'm I'm not even joking. The night it came out, I thought one of someone has a broken speaker in their car because <laughs> you're phasing it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it goes it pans from the immediate left to the immediate right. So one if somebody. Um, has one the right side broken? They're gonna hear half the song, now, and that was a legitimate that it thought. It doesn't pan in my headphones. It doesn't. Oh, you must oh. be getting a mono signal. No, it Tubs. does pan. I hear it in my car. I do. I hear it in my car. Did you hear it? Oh, yeah. I heard it just now. I was yeah. like, how do you do that? Let me go to our engineer. Are you telling me that I have not been getting the full experience of left and right by Charlie <laughs> Puth and John Cook? Have you? Did you? What are you monoing me over here for? I should be stereo. You've been getting mono mixes for years, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Sabotage. Okay, are yours in stereo tubs? No, no. Oh, all right. Well, at least you're mono as well. Uh, yeah, in my car, it fa it goes back and forth. I noticed that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so it, I wanted to, it to feel like like uh, you're in like, your head, like you're in, like I'm in singing from the very, uh, like, like my brain is a room, and I'm I can feel this person, their memory over in the left corner, and the. And, and I the right love corner. that. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. What's the what, so the upside of your brain is creativity. Yeah. Is and there a downside to all of it? It's it's like a a, a bunny slope, a a, a slight down <laughs> decline, but a long decline. <laughs> okay. two, two miles of two miles of controlled decline. controlled decline, <laughs> easy decline. French fry, French fry, French fry. Yeah, but I but when I made this album, I had to you know with the pandemic being kind of forced to be by myself to make an album. I handled the production on the entire album. It was actually a. A, a blessing and a curse because I had to have a lot of conversations with myself. I actually almost called the album Conversations with Myself because that's how I wrote all these songs. Oh. Just addressing things that I've never uh, spoken about uh, in my life and putting little melodies and cute beats to them. <laughs> so, well, let me play another clip from uh, Charlie Puth's new album. I always, you, you, I always make Tanya smile. That makes me happy. I love you so much. It doesn't is take she, much. Maybe. Is she blinking? Is she blinking? Because that's a big sign. Yeah. She, she is. It's, it's wow. like a windshield wiper. Right now. <laughs> uh, we've heard Light Switch. Let me play That's Hilarious here. This is Charlie Puth. Nice and happy. Like this song. I have to tell you, Charlie, the word lyric hilarious mm -hmm. and delirious and serious. I mean, all like it's amazing how well it works. I don't know if I've ever heard the word hilarious in a song. I hadn't either. And what's being sung is a uh, it, it's some pretty heavy stuff, Ryan. And it's not so funny. It's not so funny, but no. I think it's uh, all of these songs, especially that one, which is track one on on the album, are very aligned with my personality. And I guess I don't really take myself too seriously, and I just kind of like to see the lighter side of things, no matter how heavy the situation. Uh, but that was a that was a rough time. I but I will was it? It was definitely a rough time. But it's what what am I gonna do? Lament about something? Uh, you know, being over two broken relationships at one point, just ending and uh, being over. What am I going to do? Be sad constantly? I might as well just laugh about it. Well, no, but I mean, I have my days. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Hopefully, like, other days. people. Hopefully, other people can, uh, you know, see the lighter side of things. Stay the even the heaviest of situations. That's but you good. know, the words that's hilarious are also f you. I mean, that's the same. No, Those that are the actually, same words. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right about. Like that. when I say that's hilarious, I'm basically saying f you. 
it's a bit there's a bit of sarcasm right laced throughout the album especially in that song and there's almost a bit of humor uh like especially in that song as well throughout the whole album so charlie puth is with us um, we are going to come back in just one second here. Tubbs is going to put me in a stereo. Fix your mix. On air with Ryan Seacrest. The fact that you thought that wasn't going to catch, that's a great song. I, well, I, I, thank you. I, I like the song. I was just, you know, worried. I, it's re- literally my anxiousness and neuroses is the reason why I started my TikTok page because I had. Uh, left a couple key people at my prior record label who I used to run everything by and make sure, that, like, oh, is this song good? Do I get this, the seal of approval? Do I get the green light to continue to make music? Um, but I didn't have them anymore, and I turned to the internet to ensure that I was still doing a good job. That's why I, I really meant it when I said one of there was a song that started off with boop, 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 mm-hmm. and I was asking everybody if that was okay. Now I'm that, that, now they, you're engaged. I mean, now I'm you're engaged. like the yeah. whole thing was built. Charlie Puth with this here kiss. Now you built this album through feedback in a way. Yeah, and like, sharing and not not super detailed feedback. But one thing I lost um, in 2020 was the ability to perform to perform in front of my fans, and that's when I made some of my best work. I made We Don't Talk Anymore when I got off stage. I made Attention when I was on tour. I get the energy from the real life peoples and I go back to my hotel room or tour bus and make a song. Oh. I didn't have that, so I turned to TikTok to perform in a different way for my fans. Can I just as a as an aside, I'm I'm listening to Charlie, I'm looking at Charlie. Uh who's closest <laughs> to Charlie right now? Is that uh Tanya Probably or... me. Yeah. Okay, Sisney. Sisney. Could you yes. reach over and look on the tag of his shirt and tell me if it starts with a C, the name of the designer of that shirt? <laughs> sure. Grab my shirt. Okay, just take a look at the at the designer name. Does it start with a C? Yeah, it it, it does. It How do, do you have that shirt? I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. Imagine if you wore it. Wait, today? did you I, did you get it in New York? I did. <laughs> yeah, you. I, the yeah, we got with, it at the same place. The problem with mine is it creeps up. It became like a a, a, a t- like the shirt's too short. No, not at oh, all. That's it's perfect. Yeah, mine got Charlie. short. I got mine a little oversized, but I know exactly where you were when you got it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know exactly where you got. I know exactly where you're whereabouts. I mean, if times. you look closely, it says it all over the shirt. It's funny. I'm going, no, no, I can't see it. I, I actually can't see it. But I'm going. I know. First of all, I'm like, wow, you look great. You sound great. I Thank love you. the music. The Thank shirt's you. on and fire. And I'm like, oh, I know. I like that shirt because I have I a like great sense so of style. I, I Ryan Seacrest, have a great sense of style. I, I mean, I, you guys can be brothers. Yeah, we we have a similar haircut going. You on do. Too. You guys could be like brothers. Same microphone. His or yours is cooler. <laughs> we to take over the show at this point. <laughs> All right, Charlie, let's get down to some of the imagery here. Mm-hmm. So Charlie Puth, his new album is out on Friday. Tickets to Charlie's one night only tour on sale now at charlieputh.com. We love him as a family member here. Yeah, I can't no wait for the tour. Time. Thanks. I know. Thanks. Um, I'm excited about it. So I'm going to describe. Not many people have seen the photo of you in the wild on a wooden... <laughs> It's a rope swing in Topanga Canyon. <laughs> is that where it is? I'm trying it's to place a, it. Oh, thank you for printing out. <laughs> <laughs> we printed it out. In case, in case <laughs> I forgot what it looked like. Yeah. Where were you for this? I was in Topanga Canyon. And, and while I, Park? Um, no, not at a, at a, a bit of a 
private area. That's what I said. I'm like, this has to be a private residence. I don't think he showed up to like a school, like a no, definitely <laughs> like a not. playground. No, that would be that would delay the album release a little bit. Yeah, I got some so. bad press around that. I um, but when while I was driving, I've never been to Topanga Canyon. It's a place in California for everyone listening. And yeah, there were all these signs that said, "Ignore the naked people. Watch out for the naked people. If you see a naked person, beep your horn." And I thought to myself, am I supposed to be naked? And I stripped down to the uh, last bit of clothing that I had at the last uh, shot, and it just felt very freeing. I so let me describe it, it. I for those it. who haven't seen it. We're going to post it, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and you can look it up. We're but he's post uh, it. He's, he's already posted. Yeah, it's already out there. <laughs> yeah, he's totally naked, <laughs> and he's holding on to two ropes on a wooden screen, and he's doing a right a rightward lean, camera right lean. Yeah. A right, a right word lean to, uh, I guess, accentuate one buttock. Good for you. <laughs> but which is, I mean, look. Uh, it's very have, artistic. We have same, we have similar training methods from our history. I know, but I, I know. don't have the same results. I, <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I was um, thinking that day. I just so didn't. you're out there. Was this a, a photographer was taking the photo? Yeah, a photographer okay. took the photo. Sometimes so you were I'm, doing very, others... I'm very inviting. You, <laughs> you you were doing other other shots, and then at the last minute, you're like, you know what? I saw all these signs. Let's just go for it. I just mm-hmm. stripped down in front of 20 members of my team, and uh, I think my um, assistant had uh, started working for me that hour. And uh, oh, nice. boy. Yeah, great introduction. Great introduction. See, I, I, I ran the other way. That's what's so bizarre about the music industry. Like he can get <laughs> naked and say, "Here, hold on to my codpiece." <laughs> And we can't even look at each other a certain way. You oh know what no! I mean? I mean, it was all—it was very, very safe and respectful everywhere. I just—I ran. But you're off naked to the... on a swing. Like yeah. even yep. if we did that for our marketing <laughs> right. thing, they would be like, "Oh, we're gonna have to take it out in post." Yeah, I don't know if iHeart would love that. But iHeart's not an advocate of us naked on swings. I they love this for Charlie. Charlie is here. This is him. This yeah. is be this you. Is it. Honestly, I just like messing with people. I'm like, why not? That's that's that that is tr- uh, uh, the honest truth. I f- that's the non-media trained like answer. I just I I just get bored I sometimes. Like, what about a bit of risqueness? Well, yeah. what was the reaction to this worldwide? Oh, ca- chaos internally <laughs> and externally. <laughs> I say you make this your holiday card and give it out to all your friends and family. Yeah, everybody in my family loved that picture. Too. <laughs> I mean, we could be Charlie for Halloween. <laughs> That's all just, you, Ryan. Just, just, I every, try to just be everyone in their birthday suit. <laughs> um, all right, listen, Charlie Puth is here. I want to play uh, one more clip here before we let you roll. This well, now game. I'm nervous. What clip is this? Smells like me. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Hey. Hey. Track five. <laughs> Track five. You hear those high stills? Those are very high F sharps, and I had to really squeeze my private area to get up there. (laughs) That's why we played it right after the photo Mm -hmm. evidence. (laughs) Now, Charlie, you have said it's cliche to say, but this is very personal in this album. Is that because you were kind of out of other things to do in a way? You know, I was watching, yes, and I'll answer that question by setting it up as such. I watched my first interview with you, and it was six years ago, and I look at a 23 or however old I was, 24-year-old boy at that point, and I realized just how 
frightened and scared I was to be an artist and no idea what I was doing and, and a lot of mistakes would come on after that. And I had to really figure out who I was as an artist while I had this huge song, See You Again, uh, happening and there was no privacy at all and after that it was just about just get the hit song, just get the hit song. It, it, if I even showed the old label um, uh, album tracks, they'd be like, okay, as long as the album gets done, we really need to get more hits out, more hits out. It's classic music industry yeah. stuff. It's just like the movies. It, wow. feel, it, it absolutely everything you see in the movies is 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 real. Um, and nothing nothing terrible happened, but it's nobody had ever encouraged me to finish an entire full body of work and right. to really just put my feelings into. I mean, Tanya sure, certainly did. <laughs> she was always she was like, "When's the album coming? Yeah. When are you going to put out a full body of work?" Yeah. But no one ever encouraged me to put my feelings into my music, and that's why it feels significant mm -hmm. to say that this is the most personal work it's, of mine. You know, no. it's it's first of all that's great personally yeah. for you and for your fans, and mm -hmm. you know the the authenticity will prove to be very successful because that's what people want to connect to. But it's fascinating to me after all these years of being in this business to hear that the business is still the business I see in the movies. Yeah. yeah the business it's still, is still the still same the... stuff that you see in the movies. And yeah. shout out to your new label then. Yeah. yeah. Well, my new, oh, it's, it's complicated <laughs> and very boring for the, for On Air with Ryan Seacrest, but it's uh, my original label, but I was signed through an imprint before, but now it's the original, blah, whatever. <laughs> But listen, <laughs> it's all the same. It's all sounding good. Uh, yeah. Your first appearance with us, they tell me, was July 24th, 2015. My goodness. I remember you came with your sister. My goodness. Yeah, she's yeah. still here. She's, she's here today. Yeah, she's in the, yeah, enthused. <laughs> she, she's over it. She's way over you. No. Um, uh, like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 That was seven years ago. Wow. That's, fa that's fast math. Seven years ago, I met Tanya. Yeah. So are you yeah. over 30? I'm 30. You're 30. You yeah. look still the same. I know. Like, well, I, I, I mean, I look like you. I, 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 I'm Thank wearing you. your shirt. I, I, I just need a C around my neck like he has. Yeah. It's cool. I need an R, an yeah. R around my neck. Gen I can't Mara, wear I like letter jewelry like that, Charlie, and look normal. No? I, Not I, me. I, well, there, what you don't see, I don't know if you can see the actual full Butterfly name. tattoo? There's a, no, there's no butterfly tattoo. Mm -hmm. I, I'm wearing a full necklace that says, oh, this has a right there. Oh, this is oh, Charlie? Right there. Charlie. Very narcissistic these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Charlie. Yeah. And the designer starts with a C. I'm yes. thinking about, I'm honestly thinking about dropping my last name for, for my Charlie? artist project. Just I did. Charlie. Yeah. Well, listen, the album is called Charlie. It's yeah. called Charlie. Uh, thanks for coming, buddy. Great to see you. Great to see you. Yay, Thank you, Good guys. to see you, Charlie. Right. It's time for a quick tell me something good call this morning. Dominic and Fullerton, tell me something good. We're ready. Hey, um, something good. I sold my son's car that was a total lemon and my refrigerator all in the same day. Wow. <laughs> Wait, did you Carvana your car? <laughs> did you disclose that it was a lemon? <laughs> no, it actually went, I sold it to a junkyard because okay, my okay. mechanic sold me a piece of junk. And so it's been sitting and my poor kid, his first car literally was a junk and um, it was so sad, um, but got rid of it. And sold my fridge too because we just moved and my fridge wouldn't fit. So super excited um, that that happened. And I'm in college with my son, which is crazy because I'm turning 50 next week. 
You guys are both taking classes you. together? I'm sure and he loves we that. Have, we, have, we have one class together. Yeah. He oh, might, that's absolutely. so weird, Dominic. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's so funny. And he is mortified. Um, he's like, I'm mortified class. for him. I know. Uh, oh yeah, gosh. but we are, um, It's we're having a blast. You know, getting straight A's. So it's great. Well, good for you. Well, more power to you. Congratulations. And thank you for listening thank to you. Kiss FM. You have a great day. Oh that was freaking me, me out. Thank you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So tickets for our Jingle Ball presented by Capital One go on sale to Capital One cardholders tomorrow, 10 a.m. KissFM.com slash Jingle Ball. UCLA beat Washington Friday night. USC beat Arizona. Chargers beat Houston. The Rams are playing the 49ers tonight on ESPN. Go dogs. Georgia won. Georgia won as well. Go Bulldogs. Georgia won as well. Uh, yeah, but tickets to Kiss FM's Jingle Ball, presented by Capital One, on sale. Capital One cardholders, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Very All exciting. Right. Bad Bunny in concert over the weekend, and here comes Cardi B as a surprise. I was having major FOMO for not being at this concert, you know? I, like, There's not many concerts that really kind of just pull up my strings, but this one was one of them. And um, and then especially Saturday night, he brought a lot of guests, but Saturday night, Cardi B surprises the crowd. And it was really funny. I was trying to find audio and I'm like going through everyone's social media and like looking at the hashtag Bad Bunny, looking at hashtag Bad Bunny, Cardi B, SoFi. And all the audio that I could find is like, it's all has cuss words and bad words in the lyrics. Oh, you hear can't play I'm, anything? Like, I'm like, I can't play anything for you guys. So you can just imagine her coming on stage and performing Bodak Yellow, and I like it. The crowd's going wild. It's exciting. SoFi Stadium. I mean, all the everything that I saw on social media, it just like the entire stadium was just so lit up. So she goes on to Twitter to say, "I was just at the stadium for the Super Bowl not long ago." There was more people here today at the Bad Bunny concert than the Super Bowl. Literally, this is artist goals. So she was just, she was more excited to be a guest at the Bad Bunny show than it was like just to be performing in general. So I just love that, like artist supporting artist. And then I also saw that um, it's pretty insane for the month of August, Bad Bunny for this tour specifically, the world's hottest tour, it made around $91.1 million. So That's fine. it is. The top that? grossing tour. That's so wild. 404,000 tickets sold. That's I mean, amazing. Well, I mean, it's a yeah. big show and globally popular. Now, Mariana, who's with us, she yeah. went, she works here. She went to the show. <laughs> so what was it like to be there? I mean, it was just an experience for me um, because I grew up listening to that type of music. So, you know, just seeing everybody there and like the crowd going crazy after every single song, especially when he came out, it was just like, you know, you just kind of had to be there to experience that. Um, and you know, the artists that he brought out, he, you know, brought out, um, Cardi B and, you know, it was just an amazing experience. Did you end up going with somebody or did you no, go by yourself? No, I went alone. You went to the concert alone? <laughs> yeah. What? So I went with my cousins, but um, they ended up getting different seats as I did. And so they went to the show with you, but you sat separately. <laughs> we sat separately. I was in the front and um, I, got, I got to meet a lot of people. So that was cool. No, you know, anytime um, you go, actually, when you go to a concert, I end up meeting everybody around anyway because you're all there for the same reason and then yeah. when your favorite songs come on you look at each other with like the open mouth and the big yeah. eyes <gasps> oh i love this song Haley bieber and went to yeah. that casey musgrave show by herself wow very cool well who else went to a show by themselves <laughs> stand up <laughs> extra credit 
yeah, it's a great <laughs> show. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us. Tomorrow, we are back with a second date update. All right, have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.